Welcome to Tea Tequila and Transformation. I'm Kiana. And I'm Victoria. And this is our spiritual podcast for witchy bitches and spiritual babes. Hi guys, and welcome back to episode 15 of T3. I'm Victoria. And Kiana. And here we are. <laughs> We're actually recording the last podcast today. Um, so right now we have... Our babies, Matt and Safia, on live. They've already said hi, giving kissy faces and stuff like that. So we're going to kick it off with our weekly rundown. So how's your week been? My week was good. That's good. Um, I worked at a final. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Friday, I was with you. We went to the full moon market. Yes. You love those cute it. earrings. I got this. Huh? We got so much stuff. And, yeah, so much. Oh, and my new necklace I got. Love these earrings. I have to shout the girl out because every time I go to her booth. Mm. Y'all, today we're just living in the divine. Mm. We have 111, 111 all-time plays, and it is 222 right now. Mm. Killing it. Just living in the divine. You hear me? <laughs> um, I really yeah. want to shout the girl out. Um, because her name? I need to find her. Um, she follows us. She does. It's like moonlight eyes. I that think so. Right. Absolutely love her. I can actually confirm because I follow her on my Instagram. Love her. She's amazing. Um, every time we go to her booth, the last two times we've went, she's been so sweet. She's always like. It is moonlight eyes. Yeah. She's always complimented us. Love her. Um, I will definitely continue to support her nonstop. Um, and then, um, the bus. Yes. Uh, that's Fountain City Mystique. Yeah. Fountain City Mystique. Love her and her mother. Oh my. We find some gems when yeah. we go on that damn bus. So we did the full moon market and then Jarfly, Jarfly and then Target and TJ Maxx. Yes. And my back started hurting and then I had to work all day Saturday and then I went over to Sam's with Soft and Matt and her friends, and we had pulled pork, and it was bomb. Ooh. And then I sat on the chair like this. Was the macaroni good? It was okay. <laughs> and I was very tempted to take a nap. So so you got the itis. That's a good thing. No, I was already tired by the time I got there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. Never mind. So, yeah, and then we went out. We went out to a bar, and then me and Matt went to smoke, and Soft came, and then... Yeah, soft date out, but me and I like, bye. That's good. At least y'all had fun this weekend. You know, live your best life. Um, this week was very productive for me. I've woken up, like, all this week I have actually was waking up very early um, and getting a lot of things done for clients. Um, you made the logos this week, right? Yeah, I had one client. She had me do, like, four logos with eight different backgrounds no it was actually like 16 different backgrounds and then That's she had many she had me do a brochure she had me do a certification like certification of completion certificate for her girls um and then she's actually um booking me to do her photo shoots um and record her classes so very happy about that love her um and then 
What else? Um, we got with Brian. Yes. Tria. So, of course, like we said, we went to the Full Moon Market. Full Moon Market was really amazing. I love going there. Um, I had sushi. I felt so full going there. Um, my cinnamon roll was terrible. No lie. Mm, but that brownie was the best thing of my That existence. butterfly tea. That was Bomb. Ooh, yeah. she needs to go ahead and start telling us when she's gonna sell it. I already follow her and stalk her on Instagram. So. Yeah, because that oh, was I fucking delicious. water today, or it came in. No, it's thinking to be here on Tuesday. Oh, okay. Um, I ended up talking to a wedding client, so I have a meeting with them on Tuesday. Um, my state check for taxes came in, uh, but my bank will not process it until tomorrow. Well, yeah, it's on, it's on Sunday. See, USA never did that. I could just, uh, I could just take a picture of a damn check and it'd be in my account right in and there, no matter so what. Weird. Yeah, but PNC, Alabama shit. Um, you know, it's taking forever, but it's okay because that means I don't, I can regulate myself. Um, what else did I do? You just you went out with Brie and Drea. Yeah. That you were supposed to have a prom client, but they didn't come. Oh yeah, my prom client. First off, can we just talk about how he gave me the wrong number? I text the number when I got there yesterday. Okay. First off, I stepped out on faith because you already didn't pay for your session. You did not pay at all. Okay. But you signed your contract. Y'all know I'm not with the shits. <laughs> to put me to have you on my books, you gotta pay. At least your booking fee. But because prime minis are only 20 minutes, you're going to have to pay the full amount as your deposit. Like, I'm not coming out without that full amount because it's only $150. But this is the exact reason why I don't do prom minis anymore. Like I told my Instagram the other day, this is why I don't do prom minis um, or seniors anymore. Unless they're college seniors. Because working for Life Such, I have come to realize that parents are not on top of shit how they need to be when it comes to seniors. Um, you have the parents who are, who are fucking bomb and amazing. And then you have the ones who are, but are over fucking bearing. Then you have the ones who aren't, who just let the kids do what the fuck they want. And then, you know, it's just, it's just shit from there. So I just don't do that. Um, so he never showed up, text him, called him, no response, emailed, all of that. So by 3.20, which was the end of the fucking session, I was gone. I texted him. I said, your contract's void. And then I got to, got home, chilled. First off, I went to Panera. I love their Chipotle chicken and bacon pizza flatbread. Mm -hmm. It's really good. It's only 10 bucks. It's huge. It's delicious. Um, but then I went to Bri Andrea's. We got... I did my makeup. I did hers. I struggled to book boob tape on last night, but it worked. And then Wait, this. Why were you struggling to put on boob tape? Because the top that I had on, I just couldn't have a bra on with it. And my boobs are just a little too big to be in a club without some type of support. I know. But why were you having the struggle with the boob tape? Because the boob tape, first off, I forgot my baby powder. Uh, you just, you would have screwed from it. Yeah. Okay, moving on. So, like, I had to, like, tape the tape at the top. But it came out perfect. Um, my It didn't come with pasties. So, like, my nipples didn't hurt after that. But that's how I know it was some good boob tape. Because 
it came off amazingly. Didn't hurt at all. Um, last night, I was celebrating, you know, my girl, Brie. But Hideaway just definitely put a bad taste in my mouth. You were just talking about how great it was. Exactly. And now it's fucked down. What? What first, happened? First off, the bartenders got into a fight. <laughs> what type of hood shit is that? Bitch, we're on the north side of town. The bartenders almost got to fight in the fight in the motherfucking behind the bar at it. Okay. So one of the bartenders, the girl, the girl, palm colored girl, she did not know what the fuck she was doing. So we're like, okay, when we get there, Brie and Drea are already getting their drinks. I'm already getting mine. I got to go put my lashes on. I'm rushing around, boom. <sighs> so Brie and Drea got they, they drinks. Mm-hmm. My homegirl, Jayla, is working. So I'm like, Jayla. I only want you fucking with my drinks. That's it. I don't want nobody else. She's like, okay, I got you. What you want? I was like, Patron, pineapple juice, cranberry. <coughs> Excuse me. She's like, okay. <gasps> oh, Lord, that fight. Girl, yes, a fight. <laughs> like, like I don't know what that girl was thinking, but like the way she was talking to that black lady behind the bar was not it. And that black lady was trying to two-piece her. The manager had to get in between them. Mm-mm. So after the fight, like the the palm color girl had already came and took our food. Okay. This was the first hour we get there. It's 8.30. 8.30 we order our food. 8.30 we order our food. Do you know we left at 11.30, 11.45 and we did not get our food? We were fussing. We we literally almost set that bitch. Up. Man, we almost blew that bitch up. No lie. Because they Bree and Drea got charged $80. They talking about it's an authorization hold. She said, What the fuck is an authorization hold? Y'all don't have no authorization hold on my car last time I came. Right? So you charged me $80 for some food and drinks that I've already paid for. I've already paid the $50 for my drinks. Cause they had like six some drink shots, all that. But then you charged them. Uh, extra eighty dollars. They don't make no sense when the food was only twenty dollars between them two. The food that you never that got. we never got that we ordered at eight forty five. Shouldn't have paid for food. Then I paid and ca- I came with cash this week. Y'all would be very proud of me. Vic was very proud of me. I had cash in my pocket this week. You take my full twenty dollars. I still don't get no fucking food. And after I tell the owner. I just want my money back because y'all have came to us four different times to reorder our food. And every single time, first, y'all ain't got no burgers. Then y'all don't have no chicken tenders. The only All thing at 8.30? Girl. Was everybody else getting food? Everybody else in the club was getting food but us. So then we start telling them, just, I said, just give my fucking money back at this point. Just give my fucking money back. Like, I ain't, ain't I'm, all, I'm over here liquored up with nothing on my stomach and you... Get me out of here. Brie was blowed because she's just like, bitch, this is my birthday. You know, this shit just aggravated me. But we had a good time dancing and the people who were with us. But like, mm-mm, I'm not going back. Mm-mm. And if I do go back, I'm drinking and eating before I go there. I'm just going to shake my ass at that point. Like, that's that's the only, like, I will, I know. And then I don't even want y'all to go. Oh, I don't think we planned on going. Yeah, no. I don't want I don't want nobody to go to be quite honest. Because like it no, ew. Um, but today's topics they're like what, three different topics? Yeah, we have like three to four. Yeah. 
So the first one is how to change your life when you're not happy. Mm, it depends on if you are okay with your life not being happy. Dude, the anger just turned off and threw me off. I, was like, I know. that was so, um, If you're okay with your life, if you're okay with not being happy and you're just like going through the motions and floating through life, then clearly you don't want to change it. Um, but if you're like at your breaking point, then I definitely say you need to start looking at one who's around you, who supports you enough to tell you like when shit is right and when shit is wrong. Um, two, you need to take a step back and see how you got down that path and what's making you unhappy and um, just trying to figure out why you are unhappy in your life. Like what is specific, like, is it your partner? Is it like a job? Is it like you're feeling underappreciated? Is it the people in your life? Like you really need to take a deep dive and figure out why you feel, why you're feeling the way you are. And then three, um, you have to figure out what are some ways to change it. So for me, I knew I was not happy in my life, but it wasn't my partner or my friends. It was my job. So I had to make the decision to be like, you know what? I have to leave. Um, and even though I don't want to, because I love the job. It's just like, it was just getting too much for me. Mm -hmm. um, it was making me hate my hobby and my passion of photography. I had to take a step back. And the minute I realized that, and the minute I left, my life just went from zero to a hundred and it was so much easier and better. Um, so you have to definitely figure out what it is and then figure out if you're going to take that leap of faith. Rue's here. Hey, Rue. Hi, Rue. Um, I would agree with that. I think it depends on what's making you unhappy as well and if mm -hmm. you're willing to change it. Because some people do get um, comfortable in mediocrity, I would say. Yeah. And then don't want to change it because they don't know what's it going to bring. Like, I feel like it's always like a big thing, even going through a spiritual journey is like, when you like, if you're in a very dedicated relationship or marriage or whatever, yeah. and you're like going through your journey, you're like, am I going to have to leave my husband if I find out that I just, I remember we talked about that. Yes. Yeah. And it's just so interesting. But I think if you have somebody and people in your life, that's willing to help change you. If, like you go to them. Like, I feel like this is a problem. Yeah. Like either. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Support you? Yes. Or be like, nah, bitch. Yeah. You're a crazy person. Like, I think that depends. But um, I think my biggest problem has always been friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's always been friends yeah. for me. I don't know why. But, um, you know, I got my chart read by, like, a professional chart reader yeah. a couple months ago. And she told me that it's because of my communication. But I feel like your communication is really good. I think my communication is good, too. It's but not because I'm not what? communicate correctly. It's because I communicate bluntly. Yes, but I think that also deals with the people that are around you. <laughs> some people can handle the blunt Victoria and some people can't. I didn't think to leave my husband, but I had to drop off a ton of friends. Yeah. yeah. Like I, when I got into this spiritual journey, like I literally only had you and Bree and Drea. Like at that point, it was just to like a point where either the people who support me are going to be around and or the, they're going to fucking leave. And um, I, that also tells you, like, you need to start pointing out, like, the toxic people in your life. I don't know who. I think his name is NLE Choppa. The 
the rapper. I was about to say, isn't he a rapper? Yeah, but he's very spiritual, which is crazy oh, to me. God, and I hear that? I heard that shit. That's weird. Oh my god, my whole body just cracked. That's probably what you need. You probably need to go to a chiropractor. That's exactly what Matt told me to disorder. Yeah. Um, but he was like, you know, when shit starts going bad for me, that's when he Oh was, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just yeah, yeah, when he was like, I have to take a step back and see who's around me who may be like hindering my blessings. And I was just like, damn, like I get it because, you know, we had that conversation even before I heard him say that, but like to hear so many people say the exact same thing. Yeah. It's crazy. It's definitely, it's definitely a hurdle you're going to have to jump over Yeah, when it comes to going into your spiritual journey and just trying to find yourself to be happy. I also think like there's like a thing that's like no new friends, like keep the friends you have because yeah. you've been here forever. But like, I think what you open yourself up to finding new yeah. friends, like life gets better. Yeah, I feel like I've never been as supported as I am right now in my life. Yeah, with and all that, of my friends. But you know what? I used to say like the no new friends thing. You know, Drake's song no new friends. That used to be my shit, right? But then I ended up. It was right before I met you, actually, and. I think I opened, like, you can ask Vic. I was very closed off when, like, we were very, we were both very closed off when we first met each other, but we were also around a lot of toxic people, okay? Um, <laughs> and um, the minute that we just, like, opened up towards one another, even if it was just something small, that's when we got really fucking close, like, right after the graduation party. <laughs> Like, actually, it was right before. Like, right before the graduation party. When I think of my graduation party, all I think of is, like, you driving to, like, Albany to go get your I'm just like, fuck, man. Damn. I had so shit funny. to do today, and now I got to get your ass out of the pen? What? I'm dead. Okay, so why say fuck it and just go for it? Um, For me, because, one, you only live once. Like, I used to be so fucking scared of just taking a leap of faith, like, and not, I didn't have the confidence in myself as I did mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Um. So, like, I was very scared to just go out and say, fuck it, I'm gonna just do what I want, you know? But then I would be listening to, like, friends and family about what they think I should be doing. Mm -hmm. And I was just not fucking happy. And I'd be like, mm, but I don't think. But you know what? They all said the same thing. So I'm just going to do what they said. And in the end, it just didn't do shit for me, but put me, I mean, it taught me lessons, but it did not put me in a position to where I felt like I could have been, you know? Um, so take a leap of faith. I mean, it's scary as fuck. Yes. It's scary as fuck, but it's worth it. In the end, you'll, you'll definitely, sometimes you fail, but technically you're not failing. It's just, a misstep failing is the same thing as like going crazy like doing the same thing over and over again and getting the same result the definition of insanity yeah that is what that shit is that's failing to me like um, what about you you know it's so crazy i was talking to quinn today which he started listening to podcast today oh, so how interesting is that? He was like, I'm going to listen to it. He's been, he's on episode three when he texted me earlier. He's like, I'm already on episode three. Like, love that. Uh, but I was texting with Quinn earlier and I was like, like, he was like, oh, what are you doing today? And I was like, oh, I'm going to clean the house, like submit my paper for mm -hmm. class. 
um, me and Keanu are going live and recording, and then I'm just going to, you know, do the rest of my homework and chill for the day. Yeah. And he was like, you always got something going on. I was like, oh, and I was like, I'm going to go see the sister of my new members, because I have new members. Oh, yeah. And um, he's like, you always got something going on. You always got something going on. Like, you're never just chilling, sitting down, doing nothing. And I was like, um, yes, life yeah. is worth living. Yeah. And he was like, well, I guess I don't get that because I'm always at work. <laughs> so that seems like a you problem. That seems yeah. like a Detroit problem. But I would say just say fuck it and go for it because, I mean, you. Ha- I feel like you have to. I feel like with the people pleasing, you always want to mm-hmm. make sure someone else feels okay and, like, your feelings are on the back burner. And, and you're it's just trying like, to get validated by everybody yeah. else but yourself. And it's just, like, um, why do you care? Yeah. At the end of the day, because, like, them being... Like them having whatever feeling they have towards you is that a, that's a them problem. That's their perception yep. of you, and that's their fault and their issue, and they can fix it. And they have to come to grips with you change. You do what the fuck you want to do. Like people who are not supportive in your life do not deserve a place in your life. Point mm-hmm. blank. Period. You should feel supported at all times. Um, like what I've had to realize is my friends may not support situations I'm in, but they support me. <laughs> like, like they she just came to the resolution, resolution, re- resolution. Re- no realization. <laughs> yeah. Like a week or two ago after she was up in here. Acting up. Seriously. But no, that's seriously what I've had to, that's seriously what I've had to come to grips with. Like they don't have to support every situation I'm in as long as they support me and support my happiness and support, you know, and just support me living my life how I want to. Like, if they can tell me, like, mm, Tiana, I don't think that shit right. Mm, I don't think you should do that. But if I do it, they're going to be like, okay, just be safe. Call me when you get there. Like, Victoria used to cuss my ass out because I used to leave late at night to go see Dre. And she would be like, Kiana, you're not fucking going. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I'd be like, yes, I am. And then I'd, she was like, what are you doing? And I'd be like, on the road. And she was like, Kiana, just be safe. Just text me when you get there. And that's, you know, we... You can't stop a grown person from doing what the hell a grown person want to do. Hell so. no. My I mama mean, can't even fucking stop me. You grown as hell. So do what you want to do at the end of the day. My mama can't. I also feel like with the whole, like, you know, um, say fuck it and just go for it. Yeah. I feel like that has so much to do with just life in general. Because you can get caught up in your friends' lives, your mm-hmm. spouse's lives. If you have children, maybe your children's lives, which I feel like maybe you should be a little caught up in now. Um, yeah, because these kids nowadays is fucking crazy. Yeah, but you're still a person outside of your spouse and your kids and Keon's quarantine. I feel like you're dragging things across the table. I'm sorry. Has it steeped already? No. That's so weird. Maybe you need more, more than one, because it's so much water. Okay. But I'll get more. Give me a sec. But I would just say, you know, you are a person outside of that. And, like, who are you without... It smells delicious, though. No really? lie. Smell- yeah. Who are you without, like, this is my grandmother's pot. Be careful because it's hot. Oh, it has steeped. It was, like, super clear earlier. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I do need to grab the second box. But, I but you um, know. Like, who are you without the labels and the things that people put on you, you know? I don't know. I'm sorry. And then I, that was so ASMR right there. I have to upload that part to TikTok. You're so funny. But you know, I don't know. I just really, I really just want everybody to get in the same mindset of like, fuck you, I'm going to do what the fuck I want. You know? There's um, this TikTok lady who makes a jar of fucks and she, 
You like she makes like a jar. It has like wooden and it has like fucks and all these different types of fonts. And you like hang hand out your fucks, right? And like this is the fuck I give. We need to do that. <laughs> oh my god, I want it to be the colors of our aura, <laughs> and we can play Django with it. That would be fucking amazing. So, while she's getting another tea bag, is there any questions that you guys would like for us to answer really quick? Are you drinking sweet tea? Yes, I am drinking sweet tea. It's actually peach. I'm obsessed right now. You know, I get into my obsessions and my hyperfixations. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed right now with peace tea. Like the like the one that you get at the um, gas station. It's like I'm obsessed with it right now. It's my new obsession. You know who I talked to today? Mm. Mackenzie. How's Kenzie? She's good. She. You remember when we did a reading for her a couple yeah. weeks back? So she called me to tell me about that she, friendship that I told her about. No, no, no. Whole different girl. Oh, Whole fuck. different girl. She was like, I swear this girl was hired just to test me. She is. I, we told her when she starts her spiritual journey, she's going to be fucking tested. Well, um, she um, had this person. Um, hold on. You're going to ask a question. Let's talk inner child, inner teen healing. Tips. What have y'all done yourselves? Okay. Give us one second. I'm going to finish this story room. Okay. But um, so she said that she, you know, started working and this girl came and she was like every day bothering yeah. her, harassing her. It's always something. And she was like going back and forth for a while. And she's like, she's like, I decided to just kind of let it go. And a couple weeks later, like two weeks later, the girl got fired and Mackenzie got promoted. <laughs> Test. <laughs> Test. Test. And she was like, I just feel like, because I like listened and like, like yeah. just backed off. Like it really just helped and worked. And I was just like, oh, girl. Yeah. You see blessings when you start, <laughs> when you start listening, man. Okay. Um, so, um, inner child healing, inner child and inner teen healing. What do we do ourselves? Okay. Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? Go first. Okay. For my inner child, I still very much listen to inner Victorium. Um, I think I've talked about this before. My visual, my, I can't speak today. Visualization technique of, um, going back to the child that's in the trauma or in the hurt mm-hmm. and like grabbing her and kind of guiding her through it as an adult. Um, but my biggest thing for my inner child to like listen and make sure she's at peace is um i color a lot paint color anything like that that's why she got a fish y'all oh yeah <laughs> i don't feel no but i have a fish his name is turd i had a john died. Fish. john died <laughs> he killed Apparently, himself goldfish are known for like committing suicide so please don't block me instagram <laughs> They unalive itself. Yeah. So, but yeah, I have a new fish name, um, Turd. Turd, and he's kind of rude. That's why his name is Turd. <laughs> he like refused to come home. Like he was a nah. You're not got to get me. Like she was chasing this guy, this turd around the tank like five minutes. Yeah. So um, that shit was hilarious. It really was. Um, I called my mother to tell her about it, and she was like, "You had fish as a child," and I personally don't remember that, and it's just funny. She said, "You had a whole aquarium." Yeah. And Victoria was like, what? I was like, bitch, you had a whole aquarium when you were a kid and you don't remember that? She was like, no, I don't, to be no, quite honest. And I still don't. But I just think that was probably the reason I got randomly obsessed. I was like, I want a fish. I want a fish. Yeah. Is because of my inner child. I also love stuffed animals and I've always had. So I always buy myself new stuffed animals. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big thing for me. 
Um, and for my inner teen, dressing how I want and not how other people think I should dress has been a big help. Yeah. For my inner teen. And I just think that's because growing up in a predominantly white high school. Yeah. Like my high school. Yeah. You dress how other people dressed and it was never the way I personally wanted to dress and I think that's kind of my downfall was like I never kind of got to express myself in a way that made sense in clothing Mm -hmm. until about this year when I started just calling like kind of going for whatever felt comfortable and cute for me and you know I go to work wearing heels which I love my heels but I will change into Crocs (laughs) I will be at work at 9 o'clock and then at 9.15 I got Crocs on yeah so I think those are the things that have helped me um I also feel like the entertain has some rage that she needs to get out yeah I've always been a pretty calm person it takes a lot for me to go off but I always feel like I've been um justified in my reasons to go off Um, so yeah, I think that's it for me was the, my inner rage has always been like, I feel like if it's going to come out, you're going, you're going to hear it. Yeah. It's going, and it's going to be, it's not going to be nice because I'm kind of a mean person. I'm a pretty happy person, but <laughs> I get kind of bitchy. Um, I think for me, my inner child has done a lot of healing and I think she's at peace and happy now. Um, are you still at 14? Uh, I'm actually at 16 now. Look at you. Yeah. So we ended up going to Destin and we went into <laughs> this crystal shop that I found. But this was after we already recorded and yeah. she was like, I'm at stuck at the age 14 yeah. with my inner child. With my inner child, I'm stuck at the age 14 because, you know, th- that's when you transition over to high school. And for me, that was a really big time of like, accepting that my parents weren't going to be together and then my mom bringing somebody new in but my dad still having like this hold over me and then me dealing with like how to figure out relationships and shit like that on top of like how to deal with rage and um how to deal with emotions correctly um So I'm talking about this on this podcast, right? And we leave, we go eat, we go to the crystal shop and we're walking around and Kiera sees this lady sign. It was like this big. Yeah, where she's like, um, aura readings and Reiki healer, something like that, right? Let me read your aura for free. Yeah, so Kiera gets hers done. And then I'm like, oh, well, what's mine? She was like, yours is purple. I thought it was blue. Is it? No, yours is blue. Oh. Yours and Kiara's was blue. So mine is purple with, um, and she was like, but your spirit is stuck at the age 14. And the relationship between you and your mother needs to be a little stronger because y'all have like some issues you need to work through. And in my head, I'm like, was this bitch listening to us? And out of my mouth, I was like, dang, she said that earlier today. Yes. And she was like, yes, yes, yes. You definitely need to, you definitely need to do some inner healing with that 14 year old. Oh my gosh. Now I'm thinking back to that moment when she told me that I still do too much for people. Mm. Since that moment, mm. I've stopped doing shit. I for told people. you. 
We need to go back to see that lady. I know. We're planning um, a trip in May, though. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm just, you know. So, at this age of 14, I've come to realize, like, I was not able to express myself without being reprimanded. Like, all the time. Because I was already, like, a handful for my mom. Because I was the oldest and I didn't act like the oldest. I was the oldest and, like, I was lashing out in incorrect ways. Um, and it wasn't like no crazy shit, but like when my mama tell when my mama's when my goddad would tell me to do shit, I'd be like, nigga, stop talking to me. You're not my daddy. Like you don't like I would <laughs> like, but see, I I ended up very closed off because of that emotionally. Emotionally, I was very closed off because of that. Um, and I did not know how to properly um distinguish what I was feeling and that inner teen was pissed that I let somebody who was not even somebody important in my life at that point change my entire like world um I was used to being able to say what the fuck I want without any without any type of you know holding back and she's pissed as fuck that I let what everybody else say affect me. So I've had to really get my shit together and just say how I feel and not give a damn what everybody else feels about that way. And even though it may fucking suck, I don't want a lot of sugar. A little bit more. Right there. Cause you know I'm gonna put honey in it. Thank you. But um, I'm just, you know, so my inner teen is healed. Well, she's healing. She's not healed all the way. Um, so right now at the age of 16, I'm learning. Well, I may be at 17 right now because 16 was definitely about like relationships for me. Um, I had a terrible fucking first love in high school, and um, I've come to realize that is not the type of relationship that I've wanted and I did not know how to express that very easily. Um, so now I'm learning how to express relationships a little bit more in my life. Um, so yeah. Um, for me, my tip is definitely trying to just talk to talk. Like even if you like my big thing for me is like journaling or reading. I had to journal or read like all the time. Um, and that honestly has helped a lot. Yeah, you have me back into your reading very heavily. Girl, I read non-fucking-stop now. Like, I haven't read this week, which sucks. But it definitely is a good thing. I would also say another tip for your inner self is giving yourself the grace that you you didn't give yourself at the time, the time or your parents didn't give yourself at the time. But just kind of giving yourself that grace to like grow. Still needs to steep a little bit more. Really? Yeah. It's been steeping forever. Okay, so our next topic. If y'all have more questions, just type them in and we'll like get to them. Hell yeah. That was a good question. <laughs> Okay, so our next question is navigating through feeling lost and alone. Our next topic, sorry. Um, you go. I think you have to know the difference between being 
alone in isolation. Yeah. So that's good. That's a good, yeah. I feel like alone is people are here around you and you still kind of feel uh, like by yourself. Yeah. And I think isolation is when you fully remove yourself from people and places because, because of your mental state, your mm-hmm. spiritual state, whatever you need to isolate for. I think that's the difference. So I guess feel, navigating through being lost and alone is I would personally say talking about it. Like going up to someone, it doesn't have to be like your best friend. It doesn't have to be your mom. Wait, you kept track of what age your healing is at? I've never thought of doing that. Yeah, I've had to just because like, um, so like um, domestic abuse happened in my life um, because my parents, my dad was abused my mom. So I know like at the age of four to the age of like seven to eight, I was trying to distinguish what was. Ooh, that strawberry. I ended up putting two things of honey in there. Yeah, that's good. But I, I ended up um, realizing, like, from age from four to eight, I had to distinguish what happiness was. Like, I had to write down like all of my issues, and then go in and really see, like, okay, what where in my life did it go wrong? Like where in my life did I feel this way the most? Because that's the easiest for me. And that's what I've come to realize. Like for me to figure out how to make myself happy and how to heal in the correct way, I definitely need to figure out when I started feeling depressed, when I started feeling abandoned, when I started feeling sad or enraged about a relationship in my life, or when I started feeling used or it's easier for me to distinguish what made me feel that way because of that age, because I have a very good memory, like a very good fucking memory. So like I don't. from four, so from four to I think maybe like 13 is when it was definitely about my parents mm-hmm. and me trying to understand like one it was not my fault they got divorced it was not my fault that my dad abused my mom it was not my fault that my dad did not know how to love correctly it was not my fault that he was in the military like i did a lot of self-blame from 4 to 13 because i was just thinking like i'm the one who saw my dad abuse my mom like you know i held a lot of guilt for that And that is a huge issue of mine when it came to people pleasing and when it came to trying to make everybody else happy, because that is what triggered it. Mm -hmm. Um, So once you try and figure out that age of where you started feeling those certain things, girl, it will, it'll help. It will help a lot. I don't do age. Well, Mm -hmm. I can. Yeah. But mine, because I had, I always say that I had a very privileged childhood. Um, So I can't figure out ages but i can remember exact times yeah i can remember my early 20s which is yeah but i'm only 28 but i can remember like maybe 16 to 20 but i can't remember many things before 16 um at all so i think it just depends on how your things have presented themselves to you yeah but for kiana she can't find the crew she's like at five years old this will happen i can't remember at five years old i don't know yeah i think veron was born <laughs> I don't even know. Like I can't even tell you. So, but I've always compartmentalized like that. Like I've always been able to be like, oh, I remember when I was like seven years old, and my dog ended up getting out and bit a Yorkie in half. Like I remember. 
if we were on post and you know back then they allowed rottweilers and pit bulls and no no you're biting yorkies in half well the yorkie was supposed to be on a leash and it wasn't and this yorkie has already gotten in trouble three or four times well, and you did now the york well they had to put it down yes because my rottweiler well it been dead now but that's some crazy yeah shit. it jumped up in my rottweiler's mouth now it just jumping into people's Every rookie was ready to die. Everybody knew my daddy and my mama had Rottweilers on post. And this lady, we are didn't like her ass. And now her, you know, eh? Well then. It's, well, I don't know. Very weird ending to that story. <laughs> um, the next one. Oh, we're still talking about navigating through the yeah. lost my mom. That was so weird, Kiana. <laughs> I just feel like we get on these crazy ass tangents. And this he like, is very good. It's from the lady. I have her Instagram, I can tell y'all. Um, okay, so navigating through feeling lost alone, I feel like I've said what I say, like talk to somebody about it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like someone close. It can be literally someone that you may have just met that you feel a connection with. Therapy. Yeah. I always advocate for therapy because I just personally love going to my therapy. Um, and I would just say that, you know, because I felt alone once Antoine left yeah. because he was very much my support here. And it took me, it took <laughs> Soft and Matt dragging me out of my house yeah. to go to Taste of Columbus for me to like start feeling better yeah. about like being alone here and feeling like I made the correct choice for me. Because while you can make a lot of choices in marriage for your spouse, mm -hmm. sometimes it's, it's, it's okay to put yourself first. Like I was talking to Antoine today and I'm talking about maybe applying to different areas instead of staying here in Columbus yeah. after I graduate. He was like, well, I don't want to live in a city. You gonna live where I say you gonna live at. At this point. Also, you're stuck in Germany. So it doesn't really matter what I do for the next two years. And also like, what he has to realize is you pick up and leave whenever he has to go anywhere. Well, we don't really go nowhere. But like the life of a He just didn't he just doesn't want to move to New York City, which I would never Yeah, no. Bitch you're from there. Ew. Yeah. But he that's just like his big thing. He just hates New York. And I'm just like, <laughs> you're weird dude. <laughs> I was like, if I wanna live in, you remember and then he was like, no, Baltimore. Thinking a, Baltimore's a damn state. Sir, that is a city. He's a country fucking bumpkin. Come on, let's be You real. should still know the states <laughs> and know that Baltimore is a city. <laughs> Sir. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I just think that with navigating feeling lost and alone, you just have to have someone to support you. It doesn't have to be someone that you thought was just going to be like the one that was going to be like, the reason you'd be like, yes, I yeah. know. Johnny Boy is going to be the reason he's yeah. going to be my number one support system. And then Johnny Boy does not do that at all. And you have this, you had this expectation that Johnny was going to do it. Mm -hmm. And then you're like out here feeling sad because, excuse me, Johnny didn't like meet your expectation. Yeah. But you can't put your expectations on other people, which I say a lot. Like, you cannot put your expectations on other people of them doing things how you thought they would do it, answering, mm -hmm. responding to things the way you thought they would respond to. So, that's my big thing. It's just like find someone that you can trust to be like, this is how I'm feeling. And a lot of times they may also be feeling the same way. So yeah. then you could be lost and alone together. That's very true. And but, it does get better. But also when you do that, you have to make sure that you do not trauma dump on that person without permission. Like for me, I have to ask Vic, do you have the space to hold for me? and at the time they may not have that space for you you cannot be mad about that they can still be there for you and support you 
but they just don't have the space for you to continuously fucking dump on them because it's not fair that you can say, oh, well, I'm feeling this, this, and this, and this, and then you're feeling better. But what you don't realize is all of that energy that you had just went straight to that other person. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you really need to ask, like, do you have the space for me to tell, like, right now? Just to, like, can I talk to you? Because that is how I feel like a lot of people need to realize that it's so much healthier for friendships, honestly, Um, because I realized like back then I, I had friends who would trauma dump on me and I would want to be there and I'd want to be supportive. And they were feeling alone and they were feeling isolated and lonely, but me being the only person who was really in their corner kind of made them just continuously dump on me. And then with, I didn't know how to distinguish between a trauma dump and then feeling used because in the end, when you're constantly trauma dumped on and you're constantly there for somebody. And then when you need that person to be there for you, you feel used when they're not there. for you. Yeah. You feel used yeah. like really bad. Mm-hmm. And then that's when you start cutting people out. Even if you, even if it hurts their feelings, like you start feeling like I really don't give a fuck no more. Like I feel used. <laughs> I feel hurt. Why am I always the one that's 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 basically the same? Oh my god! Like that status yeah. the other day. Let me find like, it. why am I always the only person there for you when you're not there for me? You know, and that's a lot of reasons why friendships nowadays do not fucking work out because people do not know how to distinguish between. Um, oh, I found it learning how to fucking be there for somebody. So the status was by um, our friend Amelia. She said the level of inconsideration so many of you have for your strong friends is almost Mm. sickening. You never ask if they're okay. You never call first. You never give, you never answer the phone when they need you. You never give them a chance to talk. You never give them a sense of empathy. You never see if they need anything and you never pay them back for anything. Even if they don't ask you never see if they're broken or going through something before throwing yourself at them in your to be your to be your life raft. You never send them positive messages or push them to be the best. You get mad at them when they're just exhausted or not available. You get mad when they don't hear your drama. You get mad when they have done have you get mad when they don't have any more strength to help after you've done after they legit legit uh, after they legitly done everything they could. Y'all <laughs> y'all are the shittiest type of people to ever exist. Think about what you've done. Think about how you treat your friends and even family members. And I comment, I shared it and I said, ooh, she's so right. Which once again is why I hear from four people since the love of my life left. But no, you don't talk to them. You're the bad guy. You're the bad friend. Comical. Yeah. I think I'm hilarious. That's honestly how it is. These people do not know how to distinguish how to be a friend to how to have a friend. And it sucks. But, you know, it is what it fucking is. Um, For me, um, I don't know. I have to really ask myself, like, am I feeling alone or am I feeling lonely? (laughs) Am I feeling isolated? Did I put myself in this position? Did I push people away? Did I... um, 
did I sit here and tell people how I was feeling and they walked away? Or was it just the fact that like, I just didn't want to be bothered? Um, did I let people know I was feeling this way? Did I expect like, am I expecting them to change something for me? No. So it was for me. I don't, I don't know. Because like, I can tell when I want to be alone. I can tell when I want to be isolated mm -hmm. and I can tell when I'm feeling lonely. Um, and only time I'm feeling lonely is when my man ain't around. I'm bitch. <laughs> but then like, I'm He's not really around. He's busy. I know. But then I can't really feel alone because like I have put myself in a position to where I'm around people who are very supportive and who love me and who I know like, are I just don't want your grandmother's teapot to flip backwards. It's good. I think it's good. Yeah. I just, you know, sometimes it's just you have to ask yourself these questions first of all. You really gotta ask yourself these questions about why you're feeling the way you are. That is the honestly the easiest way I I don't know how I fucking found that, but I was watching somebody's TikTok and the girl was like for me to distinguish how I'm really feeling instead of um, just saying, oh, I'm angry or I'm upset or I'm sad, why not question why you're sad? Mm -hmm. Why not question what made you feel this way? Back when you were younger or in your lifetime, what has made you feel this way that has triggered this point? Why is this so triggering? Why is this a point to where you're sad, you're upset, you're angry? Um and then that goes into that uh, that goes into that um inner workings of like hey okay are you feeling lonely because you are abandoned are you feeling lonely because you're by yourself the abandonment really getting people <laughs> yeah and then you have to and then to fix that fucking abandonment problem you have to then go in and be like why do i feel abandoned and what age was i abandoned at? yeah those questions will help you so fucking much girl mm -hmm. mm, that should have helped that's just shower yeah like a little nutshell <laughs> when you have to figure out your triggers yeah that's just because my mine is right now is mine's is working on my church wound we're gonna do a photo shoot for that. One. I'm so. Is it sad that I want to like set something on fire? <gasps> but okay, why do I have an idea of like the gloves and I'm like holding a black book? I was gonna do you know the bi the, the Bible, but I was like, That's but a what if book. but what if we just get a book that says Bible on the front? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. What if we just get a book that's black, and then it says church wound? Ooh, yeah, that's good. That's a good idea. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then we'll set that bitch on fire. We're gonna have to get some flame retardant gloves for you because I really want to set that bitch on fire. Okay, we'll or we can out. at least set the pages on fire. So, like, say like the first one is like this, where it says church wound, and then we just have like your eyes and the gloves. Why are you in my head? And then you come down, and then the whole thing, the on whole fire. thing, yeah. like all of oh. the pages are yeah, on fire. That'd be so bomb. <laughs> Can you tell this is what we do when we're shooting? <laughs> okay, so um bad habits. Yes. Is it our bad habits? I think just well, I would say yes, because it's always about us. 
<sighs> my bad habit is smoking and drinking alcohol. You're not wrong. <laughs> She was trying to be so fucking shady. The other I wasn't day, even trying to be shady. I was just being was. shady. I, that was not Bitch. a try. That was me. When being I shady. tell you, I was fucking. <laughs> and then Sophia's ass on my son. Don't you smoke? Excuse <laughs> you, ma'am. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That shit, y'all bitches. She, like, I, she was like, huh? And I was like, my ancestors told me that I have addictive behaviors that I need to like calm down on. And alcohol so is one of them. Funny. And she was like, but don't you smoke? <laughs> and I was like, yes, yes, I do. But I don't smoke as bad as I used to. That's true. That's true. Like, I don't smoke as bad as I used to at all. And my ancestors were very proud of me that I only had one drink last night. And the the margarita mix that is in my fridge has not been cracked open. No. I've had it for almost a month now. <laughs> Sophie said, look, we're all striking. Girl, <laughs> I'm with you. I'm yeah, with you. Really. Like, another addictive behavior of mine was definitely um, spending money. That's always, that's my biggest one. Um, and think, money, I mean, money, money, but, what the, but what I have come to realize is, that money is gonna come back to me. That's why it's all. It's always gonna but come back such, to me. I feel like it's also at a very toxic thought <laughs> process because it's like, bitch, stop manifesting money and then fucking spending it. Okay, but <laughs> what I have come to realize is right. The only thing that is toxic about that is if I start to neglect the things that are like bills. You pay for, yeah, yeah. Like, like the minute I, when I paid my when I paid my car note and when I paid my insurance, I was like. Oh, I ain't got no more bills. The phone bill paid. Bitch, I'm out of here. I, let's go. I can, I can. I'm the same way. Like, I will make sure, like, all the bills are paid. Rent, yeah. lights, water, um, insurance. Everything's paid. And then I'm like, well, I got to go over here and see. But honestly, I haven't spent as much money on myself in a long time. Like except this, for this past week. Yeah, it was the first time we went shopping, really. Yeah. And Is so, it bad I really want to go and get that robe? No. If you want to go get the robe, I think you want to go get the robe tonight, bro. Maybe. That's my one of my bad habits is as well as like the spending money. Yeah. And I have a bad habit of not eating. Yes. But that's same. just because I sometimes I just get so busy. I'm just like, mm, I have I'm to remind her to eat breakfast. I still don't eat breakfast. And I've been yelled at multiple times. By me, Antoine, Charles, Charles, Quinn, Mom. Literally screaming at me. Like, everybody. Eat breakfast. Eat breakfast. No. Everybody. I don't like breakfast and I don't like breakfast foods. Um, I like waffles. But that's like a once in a blue moon. Can we have a waffle party? I mean, yeah, I'm not going to eat that, but okay. Um, I just said I don't eat breakfast. I think another addictive behavior of mine is um, setting expectations of... Well, one of my bad habits was expecting my spouse or partner to understand me <laughs> when he's not an emotional person mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and just expecting him to know what the fuck i want and what the fuck i mean without explanation like he's not a fucking mind reader i need to tell him exactly what the fuck i want when i want it no one wants to listen to me i you know, say I, that all the time okay so i listen to my married friends and to my friends who are engaged Saying Single friends, I can't really listen to you. <laughs> you're so crazy. You know, 
Hell, I don't even listen to myself sometimes. And my, I've, been in, I've been in this bitch for almost two years. So like. My biggest habit that I'm so happy to be over is the people pleasing. Oh, yes. It's the people pleasing for me. Yeah. That's it. And the toxic positivity. Yeah. Because I used to be like, no bad vibes and all positive all the time. Like, no, Did I meet that with Tori? Yeah. When? When I first met you. Mm-hmm. When you like to be missing an I was in my all the time. One, I was building my relationship. And two, them white bitches was pissing me off. <laughs> Especially that, that tall, lanky bitch. So stupid. But yeah, that's my biggest one I'm happy to be over is the, the uh, people pleasing. Because that's such a crutch. Mm. It's such a crush because like also people pleasing is manipulative. So yeah. we did a podcast on that. And that was that was a really good fucking podcast. I think it's like episode eleven. Yeah. I think you should go listen to Are it. Are you people pleasing because you know that it'll benefit you with it? Mmm. Mmm. People pleasing is just like it's so interesting because as the form of people pleasers, when you like see people like, I don't want to people please because like I like it. But it's like, okay, but you're people pleasing to yeah. make someone else like the person that you created, yeah. that you've put in this box, which is the box that we have to break out of. Yeah. And that's why we wear crazy things now. Yeah. Um, what's another bad habit of mine? I think another bad habit is it ain't no bad habit. I just like saying fuck. I think for me, another bad habit is just like not knowing when to shut up sometimes. Um, and I was watching, did I tell you guys about this last episode? I don't know. What was where, it? like they said, if you're in the middle of talking and you become quiet and you lose your train of thought, that's your ancestors telling you to shut the fuck up. Bitch, no, but that's so funny. And ever since I have seen that, every time I stop talking, I'm like, oh, never mind. I forgot. That's so Because it's your ancestors telling you to shut the fuck funny. up. That's not something you need to say. That's so funny. And I, I have realized that mm, happens. What is the next new moon? Because I need moon water. Because I have half my brain water and I need to charge it. Um, and Can you grab my phone from over there? It's by the lamp. It's charging. You can unplug it. It's too far. <laughs> I forgot you had this big ass tattoo on your arm. My back hurts. Oh, you definitely. Where did you get that shirt from? That's a cute shirt. It's a CSU Greek Week, girl. Clearly, they got it from CSU. They're Greek Week. Hey, That's really cute. <laughs> like, really, really cute. Let's go see when the new moon is. Yeah. Okay, so that was our last topic. Do y'all have any questions that we can, excuse me, answer? Yeah, let us know. Let us know. April 30th, oh, that's 4.28 like, this, p.m. That's uh, this upcoming week. Yes. I knew it was going to happen this upcoming yeah. week. Yeah. April 30th, 428 a.m. p.m. Oh, so like yeah. Um, and then May 30th, May 16th will be the full moon, and then May 30th will be the new moon. I'm actually probably going to make a calendar on this. Um, Rue left. It's okay, Rue. It's okay. Let's see. Girl. Okay. 
I'm gonna go get the gang. We don't have any questions. Whoa. Oh wait, Safia said, any advice for the overcome any advice for overcoming the fear of diving into your past trauma? Um, um get ready to cry. <laughs> um, get a journal or get your notes app. Um, or just record yourself. Yeah, we, I do voice recordings. We've learned that voice recordings help. Oh, shit. Uh, See, ma'am. I told y'all I almost told that shit up again. Um, but get just, even if it's something small, like, hey, today was a bad day. Um, I felt this, this, and this. I don't know why, but I'll figure it out. And then, like, I have my voice recordings on my um, control center for my phone so literally all i can do is just be like i need to put mine on there that's hey, so smart yeah yeah today was a terrible fucking day today was I a really mine good in the day. car like on the way home yeah that's usually when i can voice record because i'm kind of just like nonchalantly driving home yeah um i would say the biggest thing is to what we said earlier with your inner child is like offer yourself grace yeah like it's okay to be sad and it's okay to isolate yourself it's also okay to say what the fuck you want to say um and be okay with it you have to really i would say start off small if you are scared to do that inner child work definitely start off small and be like "Mm, today my mom pissed me off why did she piss me off? Um, when was the last time I felt this way? Uh, I felt this way. There's some really good shadow prompts on TikTok, actually, um, that I started mine with. I wonder if I can find my notebook and I can tell you. Give me a second. You can go. Okay. Um, I really start... I have some shadow work prompts on my Pinterest that I'll upload on our story. Um... But one of mine was mostly trying to pinpoint why I felt that way. Um, or trying to pinpoint when did you feel this way? Like I said earlier, um, uh, any advice for overcoming the fear? I would definitely, to overcome it, you definitely got to go through it. And I hate to say that, but. I cried so much going through um, going through inner child work um, because it was such a deep wound that I was very afraid to go through because I didn't know how I was going to feel towards my dad at the end. Um, I was very scared to go through any type of shadow work that dealt with like a relationship or friendships because I was scared that I was going to have to cut off people. When I know that I didn't need to. She has a journal that she writes all her stuff in. Sometimes. (laughs) I'm not a journal person. Not. Let's see. Okay. Okay. So you write down your fears, your flaws, and your triggers. Mm -hmm. And then you write down... um, why these fears, flaws, like where these fears come from, where these flaws come from, and, oh, excuse me, what are these triggers? Those are, that's like the, that's a basic, basic one. Um, um, that's a good one. 
I have one that says, um, if I could write a letter to a person who hurt me, what would I say? Ooh, that's a good one because I wrote a letter to my big-headed daddy. How do I react when something doesn't turn out the way I wanted to? If I could write a, write a letter to myself for all the times I've self-judged or blame, and blamed, what would I say? How can I cope with my sadness in a healthier way? What are some bad habits and behavior I should change? How long do I think about failures? Do I have issues coming to terms with certain problems and how can I change these habits? Do I find it hard to forgive? And am, am I honest with myself and others about what I'm feeling? You can ask your, you can write down patterns like what's repeating and then like, why is that? Why is that a pattern? Um, what are your projections? Like when you feel like someone's upset with you or what do you do about that? <laughs> this is so interesting because I wrote this one. I put date on it, but I had to be like early my journey. <laughs> I don't like people plan things for me because I don't feel like being made a big fuss of. But then I'm sad when no one plans anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, get yeah. the fuck, like, like what the fuck? Get it together. Um, yeah. Another one that I found was let me go because I just. But I would say like to do a shadow work journal a manifestation journal mm -hmm. and then any other type of journal um another some more prompts that i found are when did i lose my innocence as a child to where it shattered my heart and how have i treated myself since then am i okay with the fact that not everyone would like me why or why not how does that make me feel what am i most afraid of why and how can i over overcome these what are my toxic habits and addictions and how can i make them healthy who do I want to become? Who am I? Ooh, bitch, I got that one right here. Yeah. It says, who am I? And then it's like, you put who you are. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, why are you this way? Why do you think people will judge you, whatever, because of the first thing you put? Um, and it's like, you just keep going. Like, why, who is someone right now that you can be open with? Um, another one is what makes me feel the happiest. How worthy do I honestly believe I am? Well, that's a good one. That's a good question. Like, um, it's a lot of... We'll post some of these. Yeah, we can post some of the shadow work. Oh, damn. It was my knee. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, we could post um, the shadow work prompts mm -hmm. on our page. So you can, like, look at them and see. Yeah. Um... We're about to play the game while you also ask us more questions. Yes. Ask all of the questions. Ask everything. Okay. Did that answer your question, Self? I hope so. If not, we can try. You can, like, answer it better. <laughs> Okay. What food are you bringing me after a particularly hard day? A Cinnabon. I love Cinnabons. <laughs> yes, it did answer a question. Okay. Woo! I would bring you Babe Roots or pineapple. Y'all, that's my favorite. I'm glad my friends know me. <laughs> We've already did this one. Okay. Let's do this one. When do you think I wake up on an average? Day? What time? Yeah. Oh, 
if you go to bed around 11, I'd say maybe about 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. If you go around bed at 7 a.m., 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm glad you know. <laughs> <laughs> she knows me. What's one small thing I've done for you recently that made you feel loved in a big way? Just inviting me places. She always cooks for me. That always makes me like love Not her in a day. Because someone just had to make plans. Like this isn't a Sunday tradition. I know. I ha- but I I can come back over, but I have to go no. put their doorbell, no. <laughs> their door lock in because it's been like two weeks. That's him still not having no door. It's still the regular one, and you know, ever since mom got hurt, they're like, bitch, where the fuck? Come yeah. on. Um, what are you still processing? My daddy being a piece of shit. I swear I say that every week. <laughs> We're going to get to the father wound. The father one is probably going to be the last one we talk about. <laughs> We're going to get there. We'll talk about that when she decides to talk about that. He get on my nerves. When her and her mid 20 year old self have that conversation it's literally gonna be like i think 25 yeah i'm pretty sure it's 25 years old (laughs) what's a philosophy of mine that you'd like to adopt if i don't take care of myself who the fuck will oh if i don't take care of victoria who will take care of victoria to calm down but (laughs) she always tells me to calm down (laughs) we just live with it now we don't care anymore I should stab him in his eye. Okay. Well, that's a lot going on here. Um, do you know her tree? What inside joke of ours will never stop being funny? Why do I feel like I can't even think of the inside joke right now? Because mm-hmm. we say, we don't have no inside jokes. We say that shit out loud. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. What the hell? that i don't even know girl. account services yeah sometimes those spam calls just people whatever um yeah we don't have no inside jokes really i wonder <laughs> oh that inside joke about um about crazy we got a lot of inside jokes about her who's crazy my twin flame no oh I don't think those are jokes. I think those are just the truth. No, your twin flame's fucking psychotic. For oh, really? I, I wouldn't even claim he has a twin flame no more. Girl. I don't know. God got funny, funny ways. What's something you'd love to know? What's something you, what's something you love but know not to invite me to? The club. I don't mind the club. I go to ratchet clubs. Oh, well, you know. Any gathering that has more than three people. It's just, people are a lot, okay? <laughs> you know what's so funny? Me and Matt kept like separating ourselves from the group yesterday. I like, they noticed. They were just like, oh, they're there. Like, we just kept going like, what's wrong? Somebody died. I think this is Sam's brother. Oh, poor Sam. I'm going to have to text her. Last night, the Lord gained you in my heart and filled with so much sadness, anger, and grief. I'm praying for my family. Oh, I think yeah. it's her brother. Oh, that's so upsetting. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna have to That is so sad. Okay, um, number one. Oh, it's 3.33. Bam. Mm. Do your best impression of me. We already did this one. Oh, fuck. 
Remember I told, yelled about um, Khalil? Yeah. How is Khalil? Girl, I don't know. With a new bitch. Oh, God. That boy. From what would your, from your perspective, what would this chapter of my love life be called? Togetherness. Oh, that's so sweet. What's one thing you've never said to your ex, but you wished you did? I hope you die. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, <laughs> go ahead. Look at you, bitch! Now you got, <laughs> now you got a kid on the way. Now you got, now you got a whole family. Got to take care of us. Still, my motherfucking DM, stupid whore. What am I on to? Yes, like <laughs> it's all of that and more. Clearly, some anger. It's not. It's just we haven't gotten to that age yet. <laughs> I'm at the age seventeen. I'm, I'm at the age now. Oh my god! We've already did our defining moment. Okay. We've already did the three qualities and a friend. Yes, we did that. God damn it. When was the last time you were a bad friend? What could you have done differently? I don't really know. I feel like I always say you're a villain to somebody else's story, so who knows? I really don't give a fuck of when I was a bad friend to somebody because at the end of the day, I know for a fact that I'm always putting my friends first. I would say maybe when I decided to disappear for the past couple of weeks and just kind of do my own thing, but I don't think that's being a bad friend. That's not being a bad friend. It's just just me doing my own thing. Yeah, and you're trying to like figure shit out. Oh, when are you going to go see Izzy and Ash? I'm going to probably see him later today. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I did not have time yesterday. Okay. I think we already have this one. Rub the rub the chart pad. Oh, there's a reminder card it says reminder you don't need a lot of besties just the right ones oh that's so cute we've never pulled this <laughs> can we just talk about how i read your note because i needed it the other day oh i still have not read yours yet that's so sweet okay no i think we already did this okay last one how? I think we already did that one. I think we already did that one. Ooh, plan a friend date and stick to it. Our friend date's going to the beach. Oh, yeah. We're excited. We have to figure that shit out, though. We have to do it in between her orientation because she's going to be a boss. Busy. Busy. She's already a boss, but she has boss things to do this summer. Okay. Can you answer her, ask her last question? What song makes you think of me? I don't know the title, Let's but it's the one that like randomly tongue turned on when your Alexa was like. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, Kiana, <laughs> it's City Girls, and it is. Um, I'll take your man. That's the funniest thing in the mind. My Alexa comes on um, every day at ten o'clock. On my hype playlist, and my hype playlist happens to be very fucking ratchet, but also very intuitive to me. That shit was so funny. I was like, 
She was like, what the fuck? Because mine's is like, you're a beautiful <laughs> goddess queen who can just take over the world. And hers is like, fuck bitches, get money. And yeah. I'm just like, like who to like that? She was like, Kiana. I was like, girl, I got knuckle you book, knuckles you book on here too. She was like, Kiana. I was like, I'm so serious. Like, cracking me up. Wish it was funny. Okay. So I guess we're at the end. Thank you guys for hanging out with us and listening. We loved, loved this. We really appreciate it. Yes. And as always, I'm Victoria. I'm Kiana. And we'll see you guys in episode 16. Bye. If you enjoy our podcast, please rate and review us on Spotify. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the T3 Podcast. Make sure to come back next week for our new episode. Until then, this is Victoria and Kiana. And don't forget to grab your cup of tea or tequila.